Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. The number one question people ask me as soon as the debate is over is, who is the winner? Who is the loser? I said that last night's presidential debate was a vice presidential debate in all reality because of the massive lead that is being held by Donald Trump. In the polls before that debate last night, if you combined everyone's poll number, the eight people on stage, you were still 25 points behind Donald J. Trump in the primary generic ballot. That means that last night somebody had to come out and do an amazing job to become the, quote, alternative to Trump to even have a chance. So let's answer that question first. Did anyone last night become the alternative? The answer is in my opinion, no. Last night's debate was a debate that had winners and losers. There's no doubt about that. I think one of the biggest losers from last night was Mike Pence. Mike Pence was holier than thou. He came across as an elitist. He was condescending to anyone younger than him that was new to politics, specifically Vivek. Uh, I thought it was a, 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 a cocky and arrogant appearance by Mike Pence. Do I think it helped him last night? I do not. I think this was a really bad night for Mike Pence, a, a night where he tried to act like he was better than Donald Trump, that he was more important than everyone else on the stage. Uh, and I also think that last night he didn't help himself by mocking younger people that are coming into the Republican Party and into the debate. Now, if you listen to the news, all right, the mainstream media, they're going to tell you the absolute opposite of what I just said. The Hill newspaper said the winners last night, their first one was former Vice President Mike Pence. It said this in the Hill, Pence had struggled to qualify for the debates, taking a conspicuously long time to get over the required threshold of donors. But he has the surprise. He was a surprise winner on Wednesday night with a number of forceful interventions. He also got an unexpected assist in the shape of a question to all the candidates about his actions on January the sixth, twenty twenty one. Several rivals paid tribute. Uh, they asked the question, "Did he do his job on January the sixth? If you missed that in the debate, it was pretty simple. They were like, you know, do you believe that Mike Pence did the right thing by?" Uh, certifying the election results on January the 6th. I, I believe he did, by the way, but I also think last night it was not some amazing moment for him 
when you had people like Chris Christie, who's auditioning for a job at MSNBC, not for the Republican Party, not certainly not for the presidency, agreeing and standing behind him. Pence's action, certifying the results of the 2020 election and withstanding Trump's pressure to overturn it, was a winning moment, the Hill newspaper writes. At other moments, Pence's fierceness, especially when directed at Vivek Ramaswamy, was the most startling element of the night. Early on, and this is that arrogant moment that the Hill says was an amazing moment, I couldn't disagree with him more, Pence said uh, early on, said it was clear, uh, a a clear swipe at 38-year-old Ramaswamy. Now is not the time for on-the-job training. We don't need to bring in a rookie, as he described Ramaswamy, who is 38 years old. Pence was also effective, the Hill says, in reminding anti-abortion voters of his long record on the topic quoting biblical scripture to back up his position. Pence faces enormous challenges in the primary, not least unfavorable numbers of GOP voters that are higher than almost any other candidate. But Wednesday night was the best night of his campaign to date. I, I, it, there is a chance you could argue that, that it was the best night of his campaign. Uh, I, I, I may even agree to that because that's how bad and how big of a disaster his campaign has actually been. But to claim that he was the winner... It's ludicrous. And this is the part about the manipulation of the media. When I watched this thing last night, I said Mike Pence had a terrible night because his his he, I think he inspired more people to vote against him than he inspired to vote for him. So that is the definition of a disaster of a night on stage. I think he came across as very arrogant, very cocky and very unlike likable. Now, the media immediately says he was the big winner of the night. Of course, they're going to say this. And that's how you know he actually wasn't the winner from last night. They also wrote this up in the Hill. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie got in the cleanest shot of the night soon after what Ramaswamy boasted that he was the only kid on stage not bought and paid for. An exasperated Christie jabbed back. I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like chat GPT. Okay. That was a line that people are going to write about. It did not land, by the way. It didn't land at all in the room. Many people don't know what chat GPT stands for. What is it? It's an AI, artificial intelligence, powered language model developed by OpenAI, capable of generating human-like text based on content, context, and also on past conversations. So that was like a clearly pre-planned line his campaign gave him. Now, to be clear, if you've ever, I've worked on presidential campaigns and advised candidates before debates like this at, at all different levels, governor, senator, Congress, et cetera. And I can tell you when you have debate prep, there are people that will help you come up with lines, lines that would hit hard against a candidate and maybe stick. That was a pre-planned line. Now, with that line, Christie may have found the weak spot in Ramaswamy's armor, just as he did when he attacked Florida Governor Ron Mark, Senator Marco Rubio in a similar debate almost eight years ago. Christie then went on to emphasize, the Hill said, his differences with Trump, of course. Now, they're saying that Chris Christie was a winner last night. The biggest boos last night were for Chris Christie. Be, be very clear about that. Chris Christie is a guy who uh, is, is not a hardcore Republican, and anyone that says that he is, they're just lying to you. I, I'm not sure why Chris Christie isn't running, honestly, as a Democrat right now. He should be running as a Democrat right now. He's, he is a Democrat right now. And anyone that thinks he's not a Democrat right now, I'm sorry, you're, you're an idiot, okay? I just, I just want to be clear about that.
Chris Christie is an individual who was obsessed with working and getting a big a, a job in Trump's administration. And now he's come out and he's acting like Donald Trump's the worst thing in the world. I also think that's another reason why I don't trust him. He's a total fraud. But to claim last night that, in my opinion, the two biggest losers of the night are somehow the biggest winners tells you just how jacked the media actually is. They're not giving you real analysis. They're giving you pure propaganda. That's what this is. It is propaganda. Let me say it again. It's pure propaganda. Now, you look at the other people that were in this debate last night. Former United Nations Ambassador Nikki Haley. She had a very long and more moderate response on abortion. It was a response, however, that I do believe is going to stick with women. Could that help her with women in, the, in, in different states? Yes, it could. I think she could. She was trying to make herself different on, on her stance on abortion. She was expressing serious skepticism about the federal ban at the early stage of a pregnancy and about the role of the Supreme Court justices and deciding something, as she described it, this personal, quote unquote. She starkly branded Trump the most disliked politician in America to make the argument that the GOP cannot win with him as the standard barrier. Now, if you look at the polls, she's not lying to you. Donald Trump is the most disliked politician in America. He also is the most liked and most loyal politician I've ever seen from conservative voters. So is that going to land in a primary? No, I actually think it hurt Nikki Haley saying that, you know, he's the most disliked politician in America. Therefore, you can't vote for him. I think his voters and supporters are going to say, shut up and sit down. I also think Nikki Haley has no chance of winning this thing. Her single biggest moment came in a blast also at Vivek Ramaswamy. And I have, don't worry, I haven't forgotten about him. I'm holding, I think, the best for last from last night's performance. She blasted him over the entrepreneur's deep skepticism about funding for Ukraine. She clearly is an interventionist, interventionist, and she's an old school Republican, which is when there's a bad person around the world doing something, we should get involved and start another World War three, four, five, six, seven, eight, or nine or 10. And that's that old thinking. But to be clear, that was my old foreign policy after 9-11. I also learned from what happened on 9-11 and what happened in the aftermath of our invasion of Iraq and Afghanistan and understand that you can't export democracy as easy as we may think. But that's exactly what she was saying. I have foreign policy experience. You got to go after Vladimir Putin. She referred to the Russian President Putin. Uh, she said, this guy's a murderer and you are choosing a murderer over a pro-American country. When Ramasamy tried to defend himself, Haley poured more pressure on him saying, quote, you have no foreign policy experience and it shows. Now, you see what the media is trying to do. They're trying to tell you Nikki Haley had a great night. She's trying to tell you that they're trying to tell you that Governor Chris Christie had a great night and they're trying to make you believe that the winner was was Mike Pence. That is not the case. That's not the that's not the debate I was watching, which brings me to Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek Ramaswamy is a guy that came into last night's debate and he had a lot to say. He was uh, trying to make a name for himself last night. That was very clear. He was going at it. And I love this style. I want to be clear about that. Uh, in a big way. His style was to take on everybody up there, especially the reestablishment Republicans, and to say something new, I think, and authentic and fresh. I actually like Vivek. I think Vivek is a guy that everybody should listen to and pay attention to. I think he's a very smart individual. Uh, I, I think he would actually make a very unique vice presidential candidate. 
I actually, it makes me laugh when people like Mike Pence are like, oh, well, you're, you know, you're a rookie. You're an amateur. You don't have foreign policy experience, as Nikki Haley described it. Yeah. Where did all y'all's experience get us? I think that's a fair question to ask. Like, you're interventionalist that you didn't learn anything from the mistakes. And we made mistakes in Iraq and Afghanistan. Let's be very clear. We made mistakes. Vivek's like, let's not make them again. Let's not go into, you know, into this war with Russia slash Ukraine and sit there indefinitely sending more money to the people in Ukraine that we're saying to the people that desperately needed help, for example, in Hawaii. Let's not do that. Yet here we are, and that's exactly what they are demanding. That's exactly what they're saying they want to do. Now, Vivek last night, I think, had some great moments. Uh, I think his performance is going to solidify him is even possibly... Uh, no doubt, I think a solid number three, but I think you're going to see him rise in the polls. Do I think he could even come to get up to number two in the polls above Ron DeSantis, who I also have not mentioned yet, and I'm going to get to him. Don't worry. Yes, to answer that question, Ramaswamy is a candidate whose performance last night made people pay attention. If there was anyone that gamed name ID last night and an understanding of what the man believes in last night, it was the American people who were watching this, Okay. I think Ramaswamy was targeted by other candidates. That was very clear. They're a little bit nervous about him. And I think that's part of it. That's a compliment. When you walk up on stage, it's no different than Donald Trump if he would have been there. When everyone starts focusing on you because they're worried that he's going to become a solid second place candidate. Ramaswamy, by the way, made some very smart moves last night. For example, saying that he would absolutely, if elected president, give a pardon to President Donald Trump. I think he's being very smart in the way he's handling uh, Donald Trump as the leader. Now, do I think Ramaswamy's running for vice president? I, I, I think everybody on stage was running for vice presidents, in essence, excluding people like Chris Christie. I want to be clear about that. They know they're never going to get chosen. Uh, Mike Pence is another example. They know he's, never, he's not going to get the job offered again. Okay, that's just not going to happen. But Vivek last night made enough noise and landed enough punches that I do actually believe that, that Vivek is a guy now, when you look at this, that he's got a real shot at coming out of this as in the polling, at least. Okay, keyword in the polling. He's got a real chance of coming out in the polling as being victorious. I, I, I do believe Vivek had a night that if you walked out of there and went into the war room with your team, they're going to look at you and go, it couldn't have gone any better. It was, it was kind of one of those, oh, wow, moments for his candidacy. They, what he accomplished last night was more than anyone have expected of him when his name first came out. It's more than anybody expected of him, to be clear, okay, when he decided to run for president of the United States of America. Okay, that, I mean, that's just the way it was. Like, just full disclosure. And, and I think that's a very, 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 very interesting thing moving forward. Now... Could he become the vice president because of this? Possibly. Was he smart not to go after Donald Trump, knowing, reading the room, and understanding what was happening? Yes. Was he smart to say he would, he would pardon President Donald Trump? Absolutely he was. And if I was a candidate, I would have said the same damn thing. It was a smart, smart moment for him. Watch him moving forward. That's the last thing I'll say about Vivek is watch him moving forward because this could be a, a real springboard for him, specifically uh, as we move forward into, into the next debates. 
I think he'll be on every stage now. I don't think he has to worry now. I think he's going to get some money that's going to come out of this and some fundraising that he's going to need. And look, he can self-fund his campaign to travel and to do things, but like you, you still need buy-in from the American people. Is there a chance that Americans last night sent him money? I don't think there's a chance. I think it's 100% guaranteed yes. Now let's deal with who the losers were. The biggest loser last night was Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis needed a big night last night to clearly show that he's the top guy in this in this race, you know, behind Donald Trump. He did not do that. He needed a big night. There was a lot of pressure there. And the reason why I say he needed a big night is the donors that had given him a ton of money early on who are now holding back, they needed a big night to justify writing that second round of checks. I do not believe that if you were a DeSantis supporter last night, that you're going to walk out of that room if you were there going, yep, it's time for me to write a six-figure check or to have a big fundraising uh, event for Ron DeSantis. I don't believe last night Ron DeSantis did what he needed to get done to even stay in second place, possibly, as I mentioned. I think Vivek, there's a good chance he can move to second in some of these polls. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. 
a brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, as I said a moment ago, Ron DeSantis needed a big night. His donors needed him to have a big night. He did not have a big night. DeSantis needed to overachieve, and this is the problem when you are the front runner. And on the stage last night, he was obviously the front runner because Donald Trump wasn't there. But for long stretches in the debate last night, DeSantis kind of faded into the background of the debate, and Vivek came to the front. That's not good. Uh, even Nikki Haley had some moments, right, where she landed some punches. You even had moments where Chris Christie had a, a moment here and there. Did DeSantis have a moment last night? Yes, he did. He clearly separated himself as the law and order candidate, number one, uh, and the, uh, the tough on crime candidate, getting rid of activist DAs that aren't enforcing the law candidate, and border security. So that was a big win for DeSantis last night. Now, the problem is when you are in the lead, right, among the people on the stage with Trump not being there, you need more than just a couple of moments. You need to dominate that stage. Because if you do, then you extend your lead and then people solidify around you going, yep, that's exactly why I thought he was going to be number one, right? Like that's exactly why I believe that he was going to be, that he's the guy. Yes, as a donor, if you're, an, if you're a never Trump person or you just think Trump is not electable in the general, then, then that's the argument you would make before you write that check. But if I'm a donor last night... And I am a donor looking to give money to someone that's an alternative to Trump. Do I think that he had a good enough night to get a bunch of checks written? I do not. Now, there's been some donor fatigue in the DeSantis campaign, just so you understand, okay? There has been this, this donor fatigue. And a lot of people early on thought he was the guy. And they started writing big checks, right? Like that was their thing. They started writing these checks and they thought, all right, he's our, he's our alternative, right? He's, he's our alternative. He's the guy. He, he's, he's the one that's going to be, you know, the, he is the big alternative. That didn't happen, okay? Like there was no big massive moment for him except when he was talking about what he had done to, to, on crime and what he'd done to support people in law enforcement and what he'd been done at the border. Now, that was part of the issue, I think, that got him to where he is anyway. I want to be clear about that. But he needed a really, 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 really big night last night, and he didn't get it. His whole campaign was created around being the alternative to Trump. Three, four, five, six months ago, you could argue that was a, a legitimate strategy. It's not now. And so when your whole problem is that your campaign is on the alternative, when, you, when the guy who you're the alternative to is pulling at a massive lead over you of 30, 40 points, 
right? When you put the entire field together and all of your poll numbers together and you're still getting beat by 25 points by Trump, going out there and being a sole alternative to Trump is not working. Even if everybody else dropped out, you're still 25 points down, as I mentioned a few days ago. And DeSantis' campaign has also been trending downward since his announcement, even right before his announcement. Like, he had some good poll numbers. Some would even argue that he's not personable enough, right? That last night he was, you know, when it comes to those tough issues like crime, yes, he is the law and order candidate, clearly the stage. Yes, he's the border security candidate, clearly on the stage. And, and yes, he did a hell of a job with COVID, and fighting the lockdowns and things when he and, and putting freedom ahead of other people when he was the you know when he when, when that was going on as the governor of Florida, but you still have to have something else besides that to win this thing, and I don't think he did that last night. I think he actually lost ground. Now maybe that's because the bar was set higher for him than anybody else on stage. There was no bar that was set for Vivek Ramaswamy. Now I can tell you this time. I can tell you this next time guarantee it okay want to want to be clear that they're all going to be more prepared for him and they're all going to come after him because i think last night if you walked out there and you said who's my public enemy number one right now it is not okay i want to be clear it is not desantis anymore it is vivek that that that's my that's my honest gut on this he is a guy that has now shown himself to be uh, an individual that needs to be reckoned with. And if you are one of these other teams, I think there is a pretty good chance now that you're going to start doing way more research and way more marketing and, ray, and way more planning to go after Vivek than you are about DeSantis. I don't think that many people last on stage after walking on the stage are worried about DeSantis anymore. Now, that, that is also can change the dynamic of the next debate. It also may really rattle the cages of the DeSantis' campaign. And that's not, always, that's not always a bad thing. To kind of wake up and realize that the strategy that you're using right now is not working well. And, and that there's a moment here that you have to say, okay, we got to redo this thing. We got to go, we, we got to recreate or, or change how we are now. Um. Jason Miller, who's a Trump guy, went on MSNBC afterwards last night. He had a very interesting thing to say about DeSantis. Now, this is obviously bias. He's a Trump guy. Listen carefully. Oh, and uh, President Trump is campaigning on making America great again. We saw the greatest economy that we've had in a century, possibly ever, when President Trump was in office. He makes it very clear. He has more policy videos on his website. He gives speeches. He gives detailed interviews. He takes on the tough battles with tough reporters. He's actually doing it. And so President Trump, you saw tonight, his policies loom large over everybody on that stage. Mm-hmm. He dominated every answer, whether it was about him politically or policy-wise. And I, quite frankly, I agree with the comments earlier president trump looked like a genius by skipping the pig pile mm-hmm. tonight and instead doing the interview with tucker carlson which by the way chuck just hit 87 million views so what probably 10 a little more than tenfold and watch mm-hmm. the rest of the folks have their cat fight tonight but here's the other thing i think a really important point i heard someone earlier on the panel say they thought that the sanctimonious did okay uh, that's not right we saw the death of Ron DeSantis's campaign tonight is vivek ramaswamy leapfrog him into mm-hmm. second place 
pace. DeSantis, it didn't do good enough for him to tread water. He had to have a breakout moment, and Ramaswamy completely outshone him. I knew President Trump wasn't going to be there tonight. I didn't know Ron DeSantis was going to skip the debate as well. By the way, that last line from Jason, and, and, and look, Jason's a, a, a very smart political operative. He was looking forward to using that line. Okay, uh, very much looking forward to using that line. Donald Trump, I knew, missed the debate tonight, but I didn't know that DeSantis was going to miss the debate tonight. He's right, though, the same way that I just said it. He needed a great breakout night, and that breakout moment did not happen. Now, you look at the other people that were on stage last night. Let me give you a quick recap on them. Senator Tim Scott, he had a fine night, okay? He's, he's a Tier 2 guy. He's very kind. He's likable. Uh, I, I think he's, you know, a, a compromise between a Nikki Haley and a Mike Pence and a Scott. You put all three of those together, you're still only pulling at, what, 3 6%? Did he do enough last night to jump up? Maybe a little bit. He may be able to take a few points last night from others like Haley or Chris Christie, but they only have two points to give. So, I mean, if you can grab 50% of their supporters, then fine. You know, it was clear also that I think Scott's personality and his mentality was to stay above the phrase, the fray and not get into these shouting matches um, between Christie and, and Ramaswamy. In fact, he said, he even said when there was a big back and forth between Christie and Ramaswamy, he said, quote, going back and forth being childish is not helpful for the American people. I believe he could take some people from Pence as well because of his performance last night. But Scott is a guy that is very measured in his demeanor. That's why I love him. I actually think he has a great chance of being named the vice presidential candidate to Donald Trump at this point. I think if I'm the vice president or if, I, if I'm Donald Trump, I'm looking at Scott saying, okay, this is a guy that has a lot of friends in the Senate. He has a lot of friends on Capitol Hill. He's a very measured guy, very much in the same way that the reason why he picked Mike Pence. And he could bring some of that Washington uh, know how to get deals done for the Trump administration on Capitol Hill. That would be the reason why I'd put him on the very, very short list as, as candidates to be chosen for the vice presidency. Now, Nikki Haley last night did take one of the biggest shots of anyone on stage at Donald Trump. She said this about Trump not being at the debates and also about Trump's campaign. Listen carefully. Politician in America is Donald Trump, a guy that you said is your friend. And we have to face the fact that Trump is the most disliked politician in America. We can't win a general election that way. What went into that statement? It's true. It's true. You can look at any of the polls. He is my friend. It was an honor to serve with him. I agree with most of his policies, but he's going to spend more time in a courtroom next year than he is campaigning. We have to be realistic about that. Do I want to clean up weaponization and Department of Justice and the Intelligence agencies you bet is he going to be the reason we're going to do it absolutely but at the end of the day we have to beat president kamala harris it is too dangerous to think about what happens if she wins and we can't have a former president sitting in a courtroom campaigning from there it's not going to work how is he so how is he winning by so much there well i mean i think right now this is the kickoff of the campaign season the first debate gets things going um and then we'll go into the next few months we've got a debate every month this is where people can see their opportunities i wish he would have been on on the stage. I think it would have been good for him to be on the stage so that he could have answered some of the questions, but he wasn't. But we've got to go forward. We have a country to save. We have to go forward. We have a country to save. Nikki Haley saying Trump's going to be spending more time in a courtroom next year than he, than he is campaigning. Now, I think that's a lie. Okay. I don't think that's true at all. 
I think that's a cheap shot from Nikki Haley uh, to land a punch, and I don't think that's a smart punch to land. Chris Christie uh, this morning saying that Ramaswamy is not the future of the GOP. He also went on to say national polls are so silly. My point is, clearly he knows Ramaswamy had a big night. Listen carefully. Is, is Vivek Ramaswamy the future of the Republican Party? No. Okay. No. Why is he pulling higher? I mean, you spent I, I, a lot I, I, of time going. Sorry to step on you. There's a little delay. I asked because you spent a lot of time going after him last night, and he is pulling higher than you. I, I, I responded to him twice when he came after me. Um, and so I don't think I spent a whole lot of time on that, <laughs> Poppy. Um, he came after me, so I'm going to respond. And by the way, he's not polling higher than me in New Hampshire, where I'm at 14 percent and in second place. And that's why these national polls are so silly. We don't have a national primary, as you know. Uh, and I'm really happy about the fact that I'm at a clear second place now, five points ahead of Ron uh, DeSantis and three points ahead of Vivek Ramaswamy uh, in New Hampshire. And that's where this is going to matter in the early states that's going to set it up. So. The national polls are silliness unless we decide to have a national primary, which is not what we're doing in this race. So, uh, you know, I am no more concerned about Vivek Ramaswamy than I am about anybody else in the race. And uh-huh. last night he just decided that he was going to try to talk as much as he possibly could and insult everybody on the stage. Um, this is a guy who's barely ever voted. And now he wants to insult all of us who have been giving to the public been in public life for decades, uh, sacrificing to try to make this a better country um, while he's been sitting on the sidelines pouting and not voting or participating in the process. So, you you know, no, I don't think that's the future of our party. I think it's for the people who participate. You know, there's 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 a certain point there where I just kind of like have to laugh. This idea that you've got to, and, and I've, I've dealt with this my entire career by arrogant and cocky individuals who are elected officials specifically. Um, I remember starting radio when I was 12. And, and there was a lot of people that would dismiss me as, oh, he's that, that young whippersnapper. Oh, he hasn't paid his dues. I had a politician one time tell me when I was doing a show, you know what you need to do? You need to start knocking on doors. You need to pay your dues and work your way up. You can't just walk in here and have an opinion. Well, guess what? You were, you're wrong, and I literally proved you wrong with my entire career. And this idea, this elitist idea that, oh, well, you have to pay your dues and play the game. Screw that. Like, I love newcomers. I like people that get pissed off about how bad things are in this country, and they say, you know what? I'm going to run for office. I don't think you should have to stand back and pay your dues. I think there's some new people that come in and they're, they, they wake up because of something that happened and they're like, all right, I'm all in and I don't like how things are now and I want to fight and I want to, I want to go after and defend this country and defend those uh, and, and protect it. I don't, this whole idea that I've got to wait my turn or I've got to get to the back of the line like, I, I'm sorry, screw you. And I can name dozens of politicians that have said and treated me that way. The same exact way that Chris Christie just treated Ramaswamy. In other words, well, you know, no, this is, you need to shut up. I'm, I've been around longer than you. I've done more than you. I'm better than you are, right? I mean, that's, that's, that's the argument that's being made, right? I'm better than you. I know more than you. I've served more than you. So, by, you know, by default, you need to shut up and you need to go backwards. That's the crap that makes me angry. 
I think I, I think Ramaswamy clearly came out of this as the winner last night. Make sure that you share this podcast with your family and friends. Hit that little forward arrow and text it or put it on social media. While the media does everything it can to try to shut you down, silence us, and make sure no one knows what's really happening. Also, hit that auto-download or subscribe button so you get this podcast each and every day for free. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.